The following podcast may contain adult content and language. Listener discretion is advised. This is Gross Misconduct. Right, like said, it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than 24 hours. Yeah, that was a bit longer introduction than I'm we like, normally oh, do. I'm like, oh, are we doing the whole song? Well, I would have loved to. I mean, who doesn't love Elvis exactly. Presley? Exactly, and who doesn't love Vegas? Right, it takes a little time for him to get to the point yeah. where he says, Viva Las Vegas. And yeah. So you have to kind of wait it well, out. Well, you, you could have just done the Viva Las Vegas part. You don't edit Elvis. <sighs> There's certain rules in yeah. entertainment, and that's rule number one. You do not... Edit Elvis Presley. Welcome to, let's say, episode five of Gross Misconduct, the podcast. It's dedicated to Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah. So we're not going to do listener. If you didn't get that by the song. (laughs) Right. We're not going to do listener questions, I don't think, uh, because we tend to use about half the podcast answering those. Uh, We will take those that were asked of us specifically about Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and sort of work them into what we want to talk about. But this is about Las Vegas. It was the suggestion of one of our listeners that we should take a whole show to do it. So so we're doing that. Mm. And and of course- Is that true? Yeah. Do you not recall? Oh, I see. I recall you telling a story about the nail gun. Yes. And I said, we have so much to talk about. We could make a whole episode about Las Vegas, but that's fine. Yeah. You know what? I think you might be right. (laughs) Yeah, you could be right. Although I, I know several people said it was a great idea. Yeah. So I guess it was your idea. And then other people said, that's a great idea. Anyway, we've got mm-hmm. tips and tricks and suggestions for anybody who's planning a trip to Las Vegas. Now, this, of course, will happen in the aftertime. Yes. Everything that we're discussing now happened in the before time. Right. So things are going to be very, very different in Las Vegas, I would assume. Well, you know, know, the best way to find that out would be to check in with the mayor of Las Vegas uh, when she was talking to Anderson Cooper. Take a listen. Madam Mayor, no, no, and, no, no, and no, what no. you're saying you're doesn't make to sense. You're to say something. No, that's your opinion of what you think I'm saying, and I am being very clear. And when okay. he said, this germ, wait one second, you asked the question, let me answer I'm not interrupting it. you, I'm listening okay, to you. Okay, thank you. I, well, maybe it's breathing. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> being silly here. Doesn't that sound like a virus petri dish? I mean, how is that? No, say? what it sounds like, you're being an alarmist. I'm not a. Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! I'm sorry. You're the mayor of Las Vegas, and yes. you're calling, you want casinos to be open, even though you have no authority, thankfully, yes. over casinos. But yes. you, you say open them up, but you have no responsibility about how that would be done no, safely. No, no, you're blurring. No, 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 you're blurring. You said it's I'm not, not your going job. There. No, no, Testing no, 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 and no. contact. You're putting okay. words in my mouth. I said, open up Las Vegas. No, 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 work. wrong. Absolutely wrong. Don't put words in my mouth. You just said, said we'll be a control group. Offer. Excuse me. I want to just show you. No, they uh, are show... No, 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 no. I'm talking life and living. These are people okay, who have had to. No ab- Chinese researchers have shown uh, how this virus spreads. And I just want to put up Ooh, for our viewers 
I just want to put up our viewers. This is a, a restaurant. And you are tough. <laughs> no, I'm not We're talking. Back I'm just to China. This isn't China. Yeah. This, this is, is Las a, Vegas, Nevada. Wow. Okay, that's really ignorant. This is a restaurant, and the that's yellow circle. To say that's an ignorant, that, ignorant statement. That's that's a restaurant, <laughs> and yes, it's in China, but there are human beings too. Well, it sounds like the mayor's got it handled. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to be fine. Why was there so many beeps? Well, that's they... just the cuts between edits. Oh, I'm I... like, I don't remember there being a lot of swearing. No, no, that was just to let people know where I edited because I didn't. Oh, want, okay. I didn't want to leave the impression that I'd somehow combined thoughts in okay. order for her to sound yeah. any dumber than she did. Well, yeah. But here's the thing: that's Las Vegas. Like mm-hmm. nothing about that interview surprised me. And, and I'm sure it didn't surprise Anderson Cooper either. Las Vegas is a magical, mystical mm-hmm. place that's just different than any other place on the planet. That's part of why people say what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. And she should stay in Las Vegas, frankly. She shouldn't <laughs> seek office higher than no, Las Vegas. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> all right, let's get down to it. All right. Uh, we'll start at the beginning or work our way all the way through. We'll incorporate mm. some of the questions that we received in the last uh, day or so about Las Vegas. So well, let's start with how you book it. Um, package deals are the way to go. For Vegas, definitely the way to go. As far as getting down there, now you and I like to go in the morning and we like to return Mm -hmm. in the evening afternoon or evening just so it feels like you know if you're going for four days or four nights it feels like okay you almost get an extra day you know when you're when you're taking a a seven o'clock flight or eight o'clock in the morning flight and you get there you're it's still morning Right. You get to your hotel and whatever at noon, it's like you got the whole day whole day ahead of you. And there's probably lesson number one about Vegas is that everyone uh, who goes to Vegas for the first time always wants to get a strip view or they want to get a high room. Yeah, or It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. All the rooms are nice uh, along the strip for the most part. They're similarly priced as well f- for the most part. And you won't spend a lot of time in your room. Vegas is not a place... That Although I do it. I, I nap in the afternoon. You do. You do. You take a good two, three hours just I hanging do. out in the hotel room. I do, but it's because you're out late the night before. You're up early the next morning. You're out gambling at 9 a.m. Uh, by 2, I need a little bit of a, a refresh uh, so I can do it all again the next night. And if you're leaving early in the morning, it's not like... Uh, a Caribbean vacation where you're like, okay, fine. We'll have a nice supper the night before. We'll take it easy. We'll pack. You don't want to do that in Vegas because you're giving up a night. Yeah. You want to take it all in. Yeah. And and you're only there for three or four days. And, and those are what the packages are. And trust me when I tell you, you don't want to stay more than three or four days. Well, we've done five before. We've done- Almost had to sell the house. Well, so we, we did five nights. Yeah. But we arrived there early morning and then we left late. So it basically kind of, it was like like six full days, basically. And wow, that was a long time to be in Las Vegas. So expensive. <laughs> so, and I'm talking about gambling. It's so expensive. We stayed at the Monte Carlo was the first place I think we stayed, but it's no longer there. No, that's now the Park MGM, I believe, where they have the arena. Right. And that was our very first trip. We were very poor. I don't even know why we went to Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I gambled on that trip because I was just like, mm. I think I, I, you did. But I did. I, I played uh, video poker and you sat behind me for the most part. Yeah, I was more interested in just seeing what it was like, you yeah. know, walking around the strip and Man, taking it in. Things and... <laughs> have changed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We've stayed at uh, TI's. Now, here's the thing about TI's TI's has petite suites. And if you're not a smoker, you're going to love 
a petite suite, especially for couples, because the petite suite are slightly bigger than a regular hotel room. I say slightly. They're not a suite. No. What makes them great is two bathrooms. Two bathrooms. Yeah. Two fully equipped bathrooms. Mm -hmm. So she gets one, you get the other. It's perfect. It was beautiful. Now, we, beautiful thing. we moved away from TIs because, like many resorts in Las Vegas, you're not going to believe this. They're going non-smoking. The majority, there's very few hotels that you can still smoke in. And of those hotels, they usually only have one floor that's dedicated right. to smokers. And it turned out that the one floor of Petite Suites gets booked up so far in advance. In fact, I think TIs has now gotten rid of... The smoking floor of tea. Uh, they uh, may have. Now, when we say a hotel is non-smoking, what we mean is the rooms. Uh, yeah. Smoking is still yeah. in the casinos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although they have incorporated some non-smoking areas in some of the casinos There are a few. Well. Yeah. There are a few. And but, for the most part, they all have pretty good ventilation systems. Well. TIs does not. But that's a most smoker speaking right there. The Venetian we moved over to mm. from TIs. Now, it's across the street. Biggest advantage to the Venetian, I guess, is the bus stop, right? Well, location... Well, we should go back to TIs for a okay. minute because um, TIs is an older resort. That's Treasure um, Island. That's why we're calling yeah, it TIs. Yeah, it's not glitzy. There's no glam. It's a little <laughs> bit smaller. No, there isn't. But the location of Treasure Island is... But I think it's the best spot it's like it's super quick to walk out the front door to the strip you don't have to walk a half a block out mm-hmm. of the you know across the resort bus stops coming in either direction right outside well plus convenience store and a starbucks right and it, it sounds like not very much but it's actually really important. and a margaritaville Hello. exactly yeah because if you want to save money on the trip you, you're going to want to stock up room snacks you're going to want yeah. to bring in your own pop. Yeah, you want to bring chips, some that kind of bottled thing. water and stuff to your room. Yeah, you don't want to touch the stuff in the mini bar. Mm. And that includes, I mean, touching it. They're all weighted. Yeah. So if you were to open your mini bar and simply move a can, you're charged for it. You can argue it later if you didn't actually consume it, but you'll see it come up on your bill the second you touch it. So that's why it's a good idea to be located near a convenience store and to stock your room with some snacks, right? Mm-hmm. If you want a fridge sent up to your room that's not weighted, that you can put your own snacks in, they will do that, but there is a charge yeah. usually, mm-hmm. like 30 bucks a day or something like that. We've also stated the Flamingo. It's the original property in Las Vegas. And boy, the carpet looks like it. <laughs> it it's pretty run down. Well, the last, when we stayed there, it was very run down. Our room was renovated, but the rest of the hotel was not. I mean, great location for Flamingo. Also a great location, not a bad casino, kind of small. Oh, oh, yeah. I've never liked their casino. Yeah. I've never done well there. Is that why you don't like it? Is there a casino you've done well in? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, didn't mean to. Wow. If you're on a budget, Flamingo's not a bad idea. It is. Actually, I believe that we went to the Flamingo, both of us. Yeah. Flew down. I think it was probably only three days. It was 500 bucks. Yeah. For two. Exactly. For a pack. So, yeah, you can find amazing package deals. And, and right now, I think that 500 is about right. That's, that's what the Flamingo would have to pay me to go stay there again. Bally's is the next one we stayed at. Also a budget type resort. Has a super eight feel to it. It's a big hotel. But man, um, you know what? The rooms were really nice. They I, were. I had no complaint with the room. Um, the casino, like, it's a smaller yeah. resort. They don't have room service. 
Oh, at yeah, night. I know. So if you're looking to find something to eat at two o'clock in the morning, it's you're going to have to go you, off you resort. Have to, you have to walk a gauntlet of basically uh, small stores and food court pizza places to get in and out of the hotel each time. I mean, it's just it's it's worth what you're paying for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, location not bad on the strip, but not bad. Yeah. Again, wouldn't recommend it if you can afford a little more money. I would go with one of the others. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we're kind of we're a bit of snobs when we try. Like we like the we like places that have 24 hour room service. Yeah. For some people, that's not important at all. Okay. So. But it's you know it's that late night snack at two o'clock in the morning when you get back from, you know, you're pissed off. You just lost another hundred bucks. The show sucked. You're up in your room and realize you can't get any food. And you have to go downstairs into the, what, the basement or out onto the street to get street meat. Right. I mean, what kind of a hotel doesn't have room service at 2 o'clock? In Las Vegas. The Flamingo did not either, by the way. I know. Bellagio was our next stop. Mm -hmm. And we liked the Bellagio, right? We did. That was actually where we stayed last time. Mm. Beautiful resort. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I like the casino. Big casino, yeah. It's a long walk to your room. From off the strip, like if it is. you have to go all the way through the casino, depending on which door you go in, you might have to walk through all of the shops that you can't afford. Oh, Chanel, I guess, yeah. Louis Vuitton, <laughs> Prada, it's just like, oh. We should probably cycle back to the Venetian and uh, tell you as well that if you're a smoker, you're probably not going to like the Venetian. It's the reason that we moved because they've put all the smokers in a tower, so you you really have to leave a, a breadcrumb trail to try and find one floor on the tower. We might yeah, say. it's, it's one not floor. the whole tower. No, it's no, two, it's just one. They have two towers. One of the towers has one floor that right. they've now dedicated and again, I'm for not, smoking. I'm not kidding. You have to go through security twice. You do to get to the tower where the one floor is smoking. So now, one time they put us on a patio in in the main area. And they allowed us to smoke out on the patio, but they did that only because they were transitioning between Mm -hmm. smoking and non-smoking, and we had booked a smoking room in the main resort. So as compensation, at no charge, they gave us that patio. Mm -hmm. If you were to to actually purchase the patio, you you, it's really expensive. Yeah, those ones are pricey. They're not even on. It's not even on their website. But Bellagio, beautiful rooms, um, beautiful resort. They don't seem to have like a 24-hour type restaurant happening on the property, which surprised. is annoying. But yeah. I, once again, there's room service. A couple of food court uh, um, places, yeah. But you will do a lot of walking to get to and from your room at the Bellagio. Yeah, and here's the thing, and I don't know how you feel about this, but a lot of people pick their resort or hotel in Vegas based on how much they like the uh, casino. And because you're going to spend so much time in the casino, right? And the, the argument against that is that, yeah, but you go to every other casino. Like, you're always going to other casinos. But the truth is, you do end up at your own casino often. Mm-hmm. So it isn't a bad idea that if you hate the casino in one resort, don't don't stay there because you're going mm-hmm. to be constantly walking through it. It's hard to come into or exit any resort. In, in fact, I think it's impossible to, to enter or exit a resort in Las Vegas without walking through the casino. You pretty much... Oh, you have to, yeah. You have to, yeah. yeah. Now, Caesar's Palace is what we've sort of settled on. Mm. Um, We've stayed there, what, a couple of times? Uh, Once. Twice for sure. Oh, okay. Yes, we did quite enjoy Caesar's. 
Yeah, well, especially after they opened up that little restaurant. Uh, what is it, Lisa Vanderpump's? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, what's that called? Vanderpump Garden. Mm. That was a nice little place to have a cocktail and some goat cheese balls. Yeah, if you're looking for some uh, expensive goat cheese balls, I'll tell you what, <laughs> they've got them. They were good, though. And Lisa herself tends mm. to wander in and out. Mm-hmm. She, you ran into her. I did. I did. A little fangirl moment. <laughs> how, how did that go? What was that interaction like? So... It was uh, late afternoon. I was napping. I, I don't know. It was like 4.30 or 5. You had been napping. I mm-hmm. had been um, in the forum shops. I'd been shopping. This was in June. So it's like 40 above. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Looking hideous. Whatever. I'm walking through the casino. But then there's a little section where it's sort of this casino stops. And there's a little... I think there's another hotel tower. Okay. Right there in the middle of Caesars. And this, I say this woman walking towards me and I was like, oh, okay, what's, what's that coming? You, you know, tall, got this big hat. I'm like, oh, just carrying a dog. Like, <laughs> and I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's Lisa Vanderpump, right? But your, your brain is trying to catch up. To, sure. So by the time she's like a foot in front of me, we're basically as close as we are right now. Yeah. I my brain had not thought of anything to say, so I just kind of gave her this goofy, awkward smile. She gave me a, a smile, and uh, off she went. That was it. <laughs> you didn't say anything. You no, Hi, Lisa, you know I didn't fan. say anything. No, because love the show, I, I, Lisa. No, like I said, I was so in shock. By the time she got close enough that I realized, wouldn't mind some free goat balls, Lisa. <laughs> goat cheese, whatever. <laughs> By the time I realized that, oh my God, this actually is Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. And she, believe me, she looked as lovely as an English garden. Beautiful. <laughs> um, by the time she was close enough for me to... anyone's ever been described as... By the time I put all the components together, the hat, yeah. the outfit, the dog, and I realized it was her, like my brain just didn't kick in fast enough. And what was I going to say? Oh, hi. Oh, like You just don't want to sound like some fan why not obsessed you're a whatever. fan yeah anyway so i got back to the room you're still napping yeah and i'm just like oh he's gonna wake up because i knew where she was going she was going to vanderpump garden yeah she that you know so i'm waiting for you to wake up so we can get ready right and we can go to vanderpump garden you can so you can see her because i because yeah. i know i know you're gonna want to see sure her. i'm not gonna lie yeah. i would love to see her yeah and she wouldn't recognize you because you'd have put makeup on and done your hair <laughs> yeah, and yeah. put proper street clothes on. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But alas, by the time we got there, yeah, she was, she was not, gone. Yeah. We ate the balls and left. Yeah, we did. Anything else we want to say about the Caesars property? Location is not perfect, oddly, because mm-hmm. Caesars is considered one of the premier resorts in Las Vegas. Well, it's right in the middle of the Strip, so... It, I guess you could say it's conveniently located to everything. Yeah, the bus doesn't stop right in front. Yeah, you have to do some walking to the bus. If you want to go to a Walgreens or CVS, you're going to have to, you have to go to the other side of the street. It's quite a trek. Yeah. Great casino, though. It's broken into parts, so it's a little confusing when you first uh, try and understand it. But once you do, after staying there, it actually makes a lot of sense. There's sort of a high roller area over Mm -hmm. to one side, and there's two or three casinos, and it's got so many restaurants. In there. Oh, yeah. You you could literally stay at Caesars your you entire could, vacation. And it's attached to a mall? Yeah. It's got everything. Yeah, you could just not even leave the property and have a wonderful Vegas vacation. We've mentioned a couple of times about bus stops. And if you've not been to Vegas before, uh, you might wonder why we keep talking about it. It's because <laughs> the deuce runs up and down the strip and it'll take you to Fremont. And you want 
the deuce. You you want passes to the deuce because it's much more convenient and much more economical to get from casino to casino. Uber will take you. There's cabs, although they're hard to flag down uh, in Vegas because the strip is just a very well, busy street. Well, you can't flag. It's yeah, illegal you, to flag right, down a, you, you a have cab to, on the you, street. You have to get in in front of your resort. Right. So you have to wait in line with everybody who's going to the airport in order to get your cab, right? So the deuce is really convenient. It operates every 12 to 15 minutes just depends 24 on hours day. a day 24 hours a day mm-hmm. and we'll get you there and back uh, but again these resorts are next to each other but they're so but massive they're <laughs> yeah. that if well, you we, say, I, I don't think we've ever taken a deuce from a, a, adjoining properties no you could you could but by the time you walk to the bus stop you'd right. probably be in front of that property anyway right and, and keeping in mind depending on the direction you want to go you can't cross anywhere for the most part right on, yeah. at street level you have to do the the walkovers or plus things. 15s or whatever yeah they call but if, them. Yeah. if you want to do if you're if you like going up and down the strip from north to south you want to go to Fremont, you want to go to the outlet malls, whatever, get a deuce pass, 20 bucks for three days. Yeah, a little uh, tip for you as well. You download their app when you get to Vegas, whatever the Vegas... The RTC. RTC is the app. And then you can buy a pass uh, and pay for it, but don't activate it until the second you're about to get on the bus. Activate it then, and they even recommend that. Mm-hmm. Scan it on the way in, mm-hmm. it's simple. And then your three-day or four-day or whatever you bought will start... Mm-hmm. That yeah. So don't activate it in your hotel room and not use it. For and then day. you just use it from your phone. You don't have. It's, yep. It's they used to have have cards. You used to buy them. That's remember, right. and with a little card would come oh, out I of the machine. About those, yeah. And then you'd swipe the card as you gone on. Yeah. But now it's you just scan your phone. And yeah. And they had these little dispenser machines at every stop that never these, worked. Right. Yeah. They still have them because if you don't have, have a phone, you can buy a card, but right. they never worked. And you were always sitting there trying they to were enter quite your, often yeah, order. credit card information and it was out of order. And remember that guy who was fixing one of them that day before we started using the app and, and we didn't have cards. And I went over to him and you know, Vegas is like the entertainment capital of the world. They're all about tourism, but not this guy. Like he's a government worker. I, I, I stepped up and I was like, uh, hi, uh, will that be fixed soon? And, and because I didn't know, was he just reloading them with more cards or? And he turned to me and went, it'll be fucking fixed when it's fixed. <laughs> okay, well. Um, now, of course, the reason you go to Las Vegas for the most part, you mentioned a moment ago, not mm-hmm. everyone gambles. Mm-hmm. But that is <laughs> sort of the reason you go is the is the gambling. And we all know how that turns out, right? Mm-hmm. Come on back to me, 22. Come on back to me. Come on back. Come on, 22, 22, 22. Come on, back. come on, back. 22, come on, come on, come on, 22, 22, not now, not now, just go away, not now, come on, 22, root for me, we're going for 22, 22, 22, how much did you lose? Yep, that's about it. Love that movie. I do as well. Love it. Now, so gambling, I don't know that we're in a position to give anybody any tips on gambling. No. We've never lost... Uh, the house, the house, but <laughs> but we've never come home with any profit. But everybody either. gambles differently. Some people are high rollers. Some people yeah. barely gamble. Um, some people can sit in a casino all day. Others just you know drop a quarter in the slot on their way by. Right. So a couple of tips, perhaps, then would be this: that when uh, you want to just play machines, you know, and people refer to them as penny machines. And I know if you if you're not a gambler and if you've not been to Vegas. That sounds like, well, what's the point of playing a penny machine? They're not pennies, just so you know. There are a lot of pennies at one time. So typically you're spending on each spin 45 to 66 cents, somewhere around there. It depends on the game. 
And I wouldn't recommend you do that. The way the slots are uh, programmed, the more you bet, the more times you'll win, not not just the more you'll win, obviously. I mean, you, you can enjoy yourself with the minimum bet, though. You, you can. You're, you're probably not going to end up driving home in a new vehicle, though. Well, no. I mean, even if you're betting max, you're probably not Yeah, you're driving. right. <laughs> you're right. You do something that I don't do, and I recommend this, uh, if you don't have a Carol in your life. Uh, fortunately, I do. Uh, you actually sit down in front of a machine that you, you're not familiar with, and you read the instructions. I do, because I want to know what the pay lines are. I right. want to know what it is. what am I looking for that's going to get me free games or the bonus or the jackpot or whatever. Like I need Makes to, the game a lot more fun. Yeah, I need to know what I'm looking right. for. And the other thing is, it will tell you the restrictions on jackpots, progressives, and that sort of thing. So most of them, if not all, you can't win the prize that they're displaying at the top of the machine unless you're betting the maximum. Yeah. And it, it's still completely unlikely that that would happen of course but how frustrating would it be if that's what you're playing for you get it but you were only betting 50 yeah, cents because you didn't read those tiny little right. letters that are just right underneath exactly yeah and now some games you're playing not against other people but kind of with other people we're progressive where you're playing with other people around you, they're adding to the jackpots. Yeah, right? you all are, yeah. But we're not talking about these big million-dollar progressive jackpots. We're talking about taking a jackpot from 25 bucks up to 35 bucks if enough people are playing at the same time. So it's kind of like when you're at K-Days, remember those? And the, you do the water pistol game. You're going to win more with the jackpot if more people are playing around you. The same as the water pistol game. You know, as soon as he gets every seat filled, he says, we're going for a big prize, not a small prize, right? It's the same thing. So even penny machines, sort of keep an eye on who all's playing. If you sit down at a five or six or eight seater and you're the only one playing, that jackpot's only going to progress by a couple of cents at a time. I feel like I'm doing all the talking, Carol. I'm sorry. No, I mean, you're an authority. Well, again, I don't ever come home with money, but I've never lost more than I expected to. It is entertainment. Yes. You need to go with a budget in your mind of what you're willing to lose. Yeah. Leave a couple of your credit cards at home Yeah, would be another suggestion. Yeah. But here I fought this for many years and then stopped because I realized the benefits were there. Loyalty cards. Yeah. So every casino you go into wants you to use their loyalty card. They're a pain in the ass. Or so I thought. Now, it turns out with the way Vegas uh, Caesars is buying up half the casinos, so you can use the same loyalty card at several different casinos. Right. Um, we do the same with uh, the Venetian. We do the same, I think, with TIs as well. Um, the Bellagio, which Bellagio. is the MGM group. Right. So, and then, you know, you can use that at all of their properties. Right. So what I do, or what we do, sorry is there's they punch a hole in the card and we just use a keychain and we have all the cards on one keychain and we slide it into our pocket and pull out the appropriate card when we're in a casino. Now where the advantage is is not in what they advertise. They they advertise how play enough times and you get, you know, a hundred dollars in free slots or whatever. Yeah. You gotta lose like a million fucking dollars to get the hundred dollars. <laughs> where you benefit from those loyalty cards is actually at the restaurants and the mm -hmm. food courts. Because those points, Starbucks. they add up. Yeah. Yep. Like a one hour session of gambling in a casino, you probably just got a free coffee. And it's 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 
great. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a hundred dollars and it's not a trip around the world, but yeah. it's kind of nice. But if you use it every time at the property, when you're getting coffee, yeah. when you're having dinner, when yeah. you're gambling, when you buy things in their shops, right? Um, it all adds up. It does, especially given that Vegas is so damn expensive. No matter so where you, might you as are, well get free shit when you can. Yeah, like get a free coke and a piece of pizza. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm in. We did find a new game when we were down mm. there last time, or you I, did. I quite enjoyed it. Yes, three card poker. So yes. tell us about that. Um, it's a table game first. It is a table game. I don't remember the rules. You were playing a slot machine. I'd sort of given up. I you know was like I can't. <laughs> I had been uh, wine. Carol had kicked in. Mm-hmm. So I was just walking around. I was just looking at the table games and I saw this one three card poker, which I've never heard of before. And it was just a, a, the dealer was standing there. Nobody was there. So I just sat down and asked him to explain it to me. Now I would not be able to explain how you played it, it has three cards Although there's and, a great, you, and you want to beat the house. There's a great point right there. If you go to the casinos in the evening, late evening or early morning, when the tables are not full, the dealers are happy to explain the games to you. Oh, absolutely. They'll sometimes give you chips to play with just to get or an even, understanding or of the game. Or actually any time of game. If it's, if, because quite often yeah. you'll go by lots of tables and nobody's sitting at them. Um, dealers are more than happy to yep. tell you how it works. They also have classes too. Like They do. You know. I, I don't really want to go to a formal class, but I joined you at that three poker game table yeah. and just watched you for a while. Mm-hmm. Then the dealer asked me, do you want to be dealt in? I'm like, well, I don't really understand the game. She explained it to me in yeah. like three minutes. She, because the original dealer, he had left. Right. She came in. She explained it much better than he did. <laughs> <laughs> or I was sobering up at that time. But but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And we don't tend to do uh, table games in no. Vegas. Sometimes you'll do roulette, but it's, it's rare. It's rare. It's rare. But uh, I, I walked away. I made like uh, 50, 75 bucks. Yeah. I do enjoy. In, in like 10 minutes this, of that game. I enjoy the social aspect of the table games. Yeah. For sure. And you're not playing against any of the players. You're playing only against the dealer. So there's none of that. The issue that you see with, say, blackjack, where you draw another card and piss off everybody else at the table. So that's not the case here. And you're not trying to beat everybody, like I say, everybody else's hand. So yeah. it, you don't feel that same pressure, right? Yeah. And, 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 and if you don't feel confident, cause I know how to play poker. Mm-hmm. I would not feel confident playing poker in Las Vegas, I don't think. Oh, I don't think I would either. Um, even though I know how to play it. So if you're not, if you just want to like kind of dabble. Three card poker, I think, is the way to go. Yeah, that's a great introduction. To yeah, table like games, dip, dip your toes poker. in because yeah. because it, it's easy to understand. There's not a lot of rules. There's not a lot of strategy. Uh, now, listen, if you follow this advice and sit down at a three card <laughs> poker table and you see that there's levels of betting and extras, uh, just ignore those. They're they're such long shots. They're not worth it. All you need to know is you get three cards. Dealer gets three cards. You either beat their cards or you don't. Mm-hmm. So a pair of twos. Potentially, well, actually, ace high potentially uh, well, is a winning yeah. hand. But I, you know, if you've got forty-five bucks uh, per hand to lose, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I shouldn't say to lose to to bet. Yep. Um. Yeah, you can do all of the. Uh, hmm, I'm starting to see your attitude might be the problem. But what? A couple of the questions that we received from listeners, Gary had asked, "What's your favorite restaurants that are not fine dining?" Oh, and yeah, right. and Jason asked, "What's the." Strangest thing you've both witnessed in Vegas, and what was the best thing you ate in Vegas? So that's why it went in the category of restaurants. Really, the strangest thing in Vegas? Goes well, it was all the... one question. Oh, 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 okay. He's asking two. No, he's. Well, it, it was one sentence. Okay, but and... he's, but he's asking two questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. 
Uh, so listen, we'll start with the fine dining. Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you've got an extra few hundred bucks, yeah, uh, go to per Hell's person, Kitchen. Yeah, it is absolutely. It's delicious. You're going to want to make really a reservation. Mm-hmm. You uh, have to. You have to, mm-hmm. and you can use their app or you can use uh, whatever that app is for restaurants. Uh, Open table. Both are good. Does this tie into Jason's question? What was the best thing you ate in Vegas? Yeah, sticky toffee pudding absolutely. at Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> so it's a Gordon Ramsay proprietary specialty dish it's a dessert you will discover after eating it we shared the first one the first time and then after that there was no sharesies it's huge though by the way like you don't need your own you do not need you literally don't need any other food (laughs) but hell's kitchen is not probably going to be all that happy with you going there just to have the sticky pudding what's it called sticky sticky toffee pudding but it turns out all gordon ramsay restaurants offer sticky toffee pudding or a variation or some of variation yeah. of it so you can get it anywhere so if you don't want to spend the three or four hundred dollars on fine dining at hell's kitchen you can try that dessert at any of his restaurants and they're everywhere should mention I, that the restaurant itself is built like the set of hell's kitchen it is. it's fun yeah it's got a um, red kitchen and a blue kitchen it's just it's a great vibe the staff is amazing they're they super are. friendly i also have to say that one of the other best things that i've eaten in las vegas is the um mac and cheese there yeah. It's got prosciutto and Gruyere, and it's just oh. Well, we've oh, we've been a so couple, good. couple so of good. times, and what we did the first time is we ordered the dishes that you tend to see them cook on Hell's Kitchen, just to see, you know, how they yeah, prepare the, them. Yeah, the right? beef Wellington, the yeah, scallops, exactly, you know, all exactly. Because we wanted to, we've watched it for mm-hmm. so many years that we wanted to taste the food, and then the second time we just ordered what we wanted to order, and it honestly is a, an experience. You mm-hmm. you you realize how food's supposed to taste. And and the sensation it's supposed to make you feel when you eat yeah, a really, really good meal. Good meal, and it is a lot of food as yeah. well. If you're going to get like an appetizer, you, you know your your yeah. entree with a side and dessert, you're going to be stuffed. Yeah, it's a lot of food. If you're a fan of the television show as well, you'll end up meeting some of the previous winners because mm-hmm. their prizes uh, typically are to be an executive chef at his restaurants. So you can ask to meet them. We did. We've met two. We've there, met a couple of they kind of rotated out. So we've actually met two. Yeah. We talked to one of his sous chefs that you see on the program quite often. So yeah, it's kind of cool that you know them or you know of them and they're happy to come over and pose mm-hmm. for a picture and talk to you about the food and do whatever else. They're also yep. happy to leave you alone but you're right about the staff mm-hmm. each table gets four or five people oh and they're just like so friendly so yeah. nice and you also need a new hoodie from hell's kitchen i do i do i in fact i'm no i donated my old one i was thinking I no should... it, no wasn't that the one that had the big hole in the yeah arm yeah i donated it to one of those bins where you put clothing that they you donated and... a clothes that with a big hole it's not to clothe people, those bins, they crush them and the materials recycle to make oh, other... Oh, okay. Judge me. Um, <laughs> I should have taken it back, though, because for the price they charge for a hoodie, I should uh, really get one that didn't... No, it was whatever, regular price, 50 Okay, so that's high-end, but it's a great question that uh, Gary asked about what about low-end, basically, is what he's asking. Because not food, low. I, I think we just like... Good middle at a good of, price. Middle of the road, because we do not eat high-end. We don't. You know, we don't go to these swanky restaurants with the little, you know, you get a tiny little blob on your plate. It's, yeah, we don't do that. No. No. But we did find some great restaurants that are well-priced. Mm-hmm. Buddy's 
absolutely recommend Buddies. Now, it's in the Venetian. Mm -hmm. Buddies, of course, is uh, Buddy from Cake Boss. Yes. The television show. Buddy Velastro. It's uh, Italian-themed almost exclusively. Across the hall from it is his bakery, Mm -hmm. which has got some... It's got amazing creations in there. It's like, wow. It's worth going there just to see what's been created, let alone how it tastes. But the food... Is reasonably priced. The service is great, yeah. and and it's good. I if recommend, you want good Italian food, yeah, that's a good place to go. I, I recommend uh, Grandma's meatballs. Mm. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought they were better than uh, Vanderpump's balls. Uh, well, different goat cheese balls. Yep, they had a different. Uh, <laughs> I found hers to be salty. Okay. Uh, also, we found the Grand Lux, which is that not also in the that Venetian? That is in the Venetian, and it's their twenty-four hour restaurant, right? Um, which is not—it's not like a coffee. Sh- it's very nice, mm-hmm. and the food is great. The best patty melt you will ever have. Yeah the the menu is slightly more limited, I think. After midnight, slightly. Oh, it, not hugely, because that's actually the restaurant where you get your uh, room service from. It is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little bit less, but, limit- you, but you can still get yeah. amazing food. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. burger is absolutely fabulous. Remember, it's the United States, so you have to tell them you want it well done. Otherwise, it will come back pink. It, it will come out uh, bloody on you. I would also recommend, as stupid as it sounds, the keg. Because they have a keg restaurant on the strip that's above Casino Royale or is part of Casino Royale. And there will come a point at which in your vacation, you're tired of paying lots of money for basic food. The keg prices everything the same as they would price it here in Edmonton. So if you just want a burger, a steak, a, yeah. you know, I, I feel like the keg is just kind of our go-to place when we're it's after a show or we're yeah. doing something. And we're just kind of like, where do you want to go? And it's like, oh. Let's go to the keg because yeah. we know where it is. It's good. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I don't even I, I don't even want to call it pub grub. I, I, I mean, it's just I mean, it's I, keg food. I have it's good. to be honest. It, it's not like we're trying new restaurants every time we go. No. We're creatures of habit. Yeah. I would say yeah. uh, to answer the other part of the question, the strangest thing, I, I know I said this to you earlier and you didn't agree, I don't think, but, and we'll get to uh, T-Mobile Arena, but the strangest thing I think I've ever seen in Las Vegas is this big orbiting ball inside of uh, T-Mobile Arena during hockey games, I guess during any event. It, it Somebody's flying this thing. Like, they're not in it, but it's big enough that you yeah, can it's have like, people it's, in it's, it. It's like a drone, but it's a big ball. It's massive. Thing, and it just kind of bobs around. Yeah, it goes up and down a little uh, you bit. Know, and, it bobs all the way around. And, and what it is, is it's packed full of cameras so it gets uh, audience reaction it gets what's going on mm-hmm. down on the ice mm-hmm. and but it just floats around like it floats so close to you you could almost reach out and touch it mm-hmm. let's just say it now mm. the best tickets in vegas if you're an oilers fan is an oilers game at t-mobile well Arena. yeah that was pretty fun that was fun it was a lot of fun they do hockey differently you'll you'll not see rogers place or a hockey game here in edmonton the same after you've gone to a game in Las Vegas. First of all, half the crowd are Oiler fans because that's what they base that mm-hmm. franchise on is that every team that visits will always have visitors yeah. coming. Oh, game day, that's all you see. Oilers, you know, jerseys, it, whatever, whatever team is in town, exactly. that's the jersey that you see walking right. up and down the strip. And man, I'll tell you, the staff at that arena have got customer service figured out right down to as you come in you're wearing an Oilers jersey they know you're from out of town they welcome you they know what town you are which is unusual to welcome how's Edmonton what's the temperature like you know they talk to you they show you where 
to get to your seats. When you get up to the level where, like we did, that's where we met the bartenders who told us, okay, here's how you're going to want to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, order your drinks now, take them to your seats. Right out there is the smoking balcony if you're a smoker. Like, they, they just laid the whole place out for us. And in the arena we went... Uh, where Las Vegas fans welcomed us. Mm -hmm, People mm -hmm. sitting in the seats welcomed us. Oh, very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it's Vegas. So it's like between periods, Gladys Knight just sang? Like, what the? (laughs) Where did she come from? Yeah. And it's no biggie for them. Like, it's no... Uh, you know, hey, if you come to this game, you'll get to see yeah. this. No. no, it's just entertainment. All well, constantly not while play is on the ice, but during stoppage of play between periods, it's just constant entertainment. Right. It's great. It's a wonderful experience. And I got to tell you that the other part of it that I really enjoyed, and I'm sure this will change as the years go by, the Oilers fans are quite knowledgeable about hockey. The mm-hmm. Las Vegas fans are not. Mm-hmm. So they're friendly, though. So what they tend to do. If you're in an oiler jersey or in any visiting team's jersey, they'll tend to ask you what just happened. Like, why did he make that call or why does that goal not count or that kind of thing? And do you recall the lady that was in the row behind us that mm-hmm. the Canadians that were all sitting together and we weren't a group, but we just happened to be in a row with a bunch of Canadians? We all started looking at each other and then trying to hold back our laughter. And then we couldn't. We started mocking her, but in a a funny way, but in she a funny way. she eventually caught on, but it was like the whole game, take it in, take it out, take it away, take him down. And then we just, it was just like all game. It's like, do you even know what's going on? Take the ice, take the puck, she, take the goal. It was she oh. had no but you know, having a great time. She had no idea what she was watching. <laughs> she had no idea. And then we started like I started yelling yeah. things like uh you know, uh, take it out to the parking lot. <laughs> take it to the doctor. See if it's okay. And she's like, just, oh, that must be a Canadian heckle of some kind. And then we got more complicated as it went on. Eh? <laughs> like, uh, take it out of the airport. Fly it to Phoenix. See how it does there. Like, <laughs> just so entertaining. But she laughed along yeah, with us. And, yeah. We lost that game, by the way. Uh, so that was, that, was ever, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. All right. So I said that's the best ticket, but... Uh, that's probably not the best show to go see. Mm-hmm. Absinthe. Oh, Absinthe. Hands down. Best show in Vegas. Top of the list. We've seen it ourselves seven times, I believe. Seven. Seven, seven or eight. eight. Seven yeah, or eight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the same show pretty much every time. They mm-hmm. do sub some acts in and yeah. out. Uh, but it's a politically incorrect, very irreverent show that's kind of like a cirque. It's got. It is. It, they label it as a. It's like an adult circus. Yeah. Um. You'll, you'll see acrobats yeah. and you'll see people doing things that you would see uh, at a Cirque du Soleil show, mm-hmm. uh, but you know the MCs are raunchy, raunchy comedian. His co MC is this oh, raunchy, she's the, raunchy. She's oh, even, she's yeah. way over the top. <laughs> it's very politically incorrect. They so, rip the audience a new asshole yeah. one guy at a time. Like, it's just so much fun. It is. But the first time we saw it, I, I remember you and, I mean, listen, we've been in comedy a long time, mm-hmm. you and I, but when this show started, we just looked at each we other. We were just like, oh my God, like, is that happening? what the fuck just, you know? Now when we go, we like to look around the crowd before the show begins to see who's going to be... S- just completely offended by this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can tell. Oh, yeah. You 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 just know. Yeah. And you can yeah. pick out the ones that the MC is going to go after. Exactly. Too. Like, there's the Republican. There's the... Don't yeah. give too much All away right. here, buddy. Okay. But if you're easily offended by... Um, Language. Words. Yeah. Nudity. 
um, political correctness, then this show is not for you. If no. you have a stick up your ass, this show is not for you. Although if you do have a stick up your ass, it will be as comfortable as the seats they provide. <laughs> It's a very small, tight circus tent venue. As are most shows in Vegas. So that's something else. But it adds to the charm to it. It does. It does. But they do pack you into these rooms. This one, they really pack you in. It's at Caesars Palace, by the way, in an Mm. actual circus tent. Uh, Now, that's a production of Spiegel World. Mm -hmm. So you can pretty much count on any Spiegel World production to be funny, irreverent, adult. Adult. Not as good. As Absinthe, but pretty darn good. If you've already seen Absinthe or you're looking for something different. So they have an Atomic Saloon show we I, went to. I loved that one too. That was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It's sort of like... With, and it was different. It Exactly. Like with Spielberg, Spielberg World. Spiegel. Spiegel World, World. Spiegel World shows. The first time you go to them, you spend the first few minutes trying to figure out what show are we at? Yeah, what's like, going on? Like, what here? is this show? Yeah. They're those kind of shows where the show begins as people are still being seated. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, you know, stuff is always kind of happening always around happening. you. Right. Exactly. And you're kind of like, wait a minute. I think this has the show started, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so that kind of thing. There's the Atomic Saloon show, as I mentioned. There's Opium. Mm-hmm. Uh, another show that we went to ended we up on stage myself mm-hmm. uh, at that one. It's, now, it's also it was under development, kind of. Yeah, it was just in its infancy. I think it had only been open about a month or so when we mm-hmm. saw it. So they were still working out some kinks and stuff. I think if we went back, it would probably we would probably enjoy it more. Yeah, I think uh, absolutely. And they, you know, they told us that. Uh, you know, they said we're still kind of working on. I mean, this. quite honestly, I don't like critiquing any performer because you look at them and the talent that they have oh, yeah, you know and these acrobats and no, everything that penny. they can do so i, I feel yeah. bad like when we critique any show now if it's your first time to vegas uh and you want to see a show where you recognize the names for a reasonable price pen and teller I, I mean if you're going to see a magician go see pen and teller that's probably the best magic act in las vegas if you've not been to a show in vegas before you should go to a Typical Vegas review type show, yeah. the kind with showgirls with feathers. Yes. That kind and of thing. And there's a few of those. Yeah, I would recommend Vegas, the show. Or nope. or Jubilee. Jubilee would also be a great choice. And neither <laughs> has... I say it, it like that. But. I know, you've been doing it for years. <laughs> neither has any famous people in it, but it's just a really no, great... No, it is. It's just yeah. a review. It's got the showgirls, you know, dancing, singing. Right. Now, as a... Che- Impersonators, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's it's all, got a little bit of everything. It does. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, a couple of cheap alternatives, the uh, zombie burlesque show, mm-hmm. not bad. Actually, a lot of the burlesque shows are quite affordable. Yeah, um, but mainly the, because but, they're so shitty. But some of them are not good, but the zombie burlesque was, quite w- funny. was very good. It was very well done. You know, yeah, this is a long podcast, and so I don't want to get too derailed too often, mm. but you know me. Mm-hmm. You you should I feel like you shouldn't use the words comedy show and you shouldn't use the words burlesque show unless they are those things. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people will refer to burlesque. It's a burlesque, but it's not burlesque. Yeah, just because you took your top off, yeah. that's not burlesque. Right. It, yeah. You know, if you want to be a strip show, and I'm not against that. I'll go to a strip club, no mm-hmm. problem at all. But burlesque is not just, stripping. If you're just topless dancing, that's not burlesque either. Burlesque no, that's, that's, is an art form. and That's if, just if you after not, a bottle of wine. Exactly. So, <laughs> and that's free. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> Great question. The Misbehaved Game Show. I really like that one. 
That one was so cheap. That was just a, you know what? I We read about it. It was, I think it's like a $30 ticket, but so much fun. It's audience uh, participation mm-hmm. and just a lot of fun. So uh, another pro tip for you, if you want to go to that show. So when you get into the show, they need two teams. So they'll separate the teams by Android an iPhone. But if you're a couple like you and I are, where they'll one, let you sit together. They're, you, you they're can, not sticky on right, the rules. You can pick your side. Yeah. But, we, but we basically need two teams, right? So yeah. you stayed, I think, on the Android side with us Androids. And one of the rules of the game is there are no rules. Mm-hmm. And as it goes on, you're trying to garner points for your team. And then there's a prize for the side that has the most points by the time the game show's over. I'm not sure you should give this little tip away. Well, I'm going to do it for our listeners. All I think right. it's a, it's a okay. bonus for our okay. listeners. The underlying slogan or theme of the show is... Don't ask, don't get. Right. You can ask for anything you want. So they actually mention it at one time. They say it, but nobody really clues in. Why does she keep saying this? Right. So take, for example, that you're tied with uh, the other side for 100 points each, and it's going to come down to the last question or the last activity, because there's activities as well. Mm. Oh, I I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I actually ended up with my top off. Uh, I do remember that, and I was down on a beer. Anyways, you can ask for anything. So mm-hmm. just ask them for the win. Just say, I would like a thousand points and the win. And if you're the first person to have asked for something, you'll get it. They won't let everyone do it all night long. Yeah, no, it's just, it's a one time, don't yeah. ask, don't get. And whoever clues in and right. asks for it. They mention it. It's on signs Definitely around the Definitely ask for points. Yeah, you want points, points is what you want. <laughs> okay, so listen, uh, excursions came up. Tracy wants to know the best way to see the Grand Canyon since you're so close. Have you done that? We have not. We have actually haven't done any excursions outside of the city. No. So we've seen Hoover Dam. We've seen the Grand Canyon from the air while flying into Las Vegas. There are those excursions to Grand Canyon, Hoover Dam. There's the Kingman Airport. It's on the famous Route 66. It's an airplane boneyard. There's like five or six airplane boneyards around Vegas, but that's the closest one. And they take all day. They're outside the city. You're yeah. going to have to if you you can obviously join a tour Mm -hmm. that's going to dedicate a good part of your day yeah because i believe grand canyon is like what three four hours away that's right so unless you're willing to invest eight or ten hours you can always rent a car because then you're not waiting for the rest of the bus group to a much join better you. idea. Yeah. So every resort has car rental, like any other hotel and uh, resort type place. They're cheap. It's pretty easy to drive in Vegas once you get off the Strip. And the Strip isn't hard to drive either. It's just crowded. Yeah. But once you get out of Vegas, it's pretty easy. You're driving in the desert, basically. That is the cheapest and uh, most effective way to go see any of those because you're on your own schedule. I mean, basically, what do you want to see? You want to see the dam and then go back to your hotel, right? We do always look for new things to do in Vegas, and we are always looking for things to do other than just gambling and shows. So last time we tried Zach Bagan's The Haunted Mm. Museum. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you're a fan of Zach Bagan. I I think the show is Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures, yeah. yeah. It's, I guess, worth it. Here's the thing. Even Even if you are a fan of Ghost Adventures. You might not be after this. The museum is not about ghosts no to it's me, not for me i felt that the museum was more about zach bagan's um obsession with death yes 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 yeah 
He's got a lot of stuff in there that you're just like, uh, why yeah, does okay, anybody want to... It has nothing to do with ghosties. No. So, yeah. He's got like, you know, he's recreated famous murder scenes with the actual furniture. Yeah. You know, so the blood stains are there. I from, know. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Stuff like it's, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we went. The scariest thing, honestly, about Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum was trying to get an Uber back after the tour was over. <laughs> Because you're, it's not on the strip. No, like, it's, it's downtown, but it's not by Fremont. So you're just kind of like in this area yeah. that you've never been to before. I mean, it was safe. I didn't feel unsafe, but it's you. I just, felt pretty unsafe. But you just kind of like you don't know where you are, and you know you can't just hop on the deuce and get right. back to the strip. Or we basically whatever. sort of kept an eye on another couple while they kept an eye on us. We were both waiting <laughs> for our Ubers. We assumed we'd end up being a witness to some kind of crime. Mm-hmm. The high roller, I guess. Yeah. Because here's the thing. There's um, tours that you can take that are quite expensive, as you can imagine. Helicopter tours of Las Vegas at night. Mm. If you go on the high roller, you'll basically have the same experience for a fraction of the cost. You can choose to have a bar car. Yeah. It's just a big um, it, it, Ferris wheel, right? It is. It's a, You can go in a bar car. It'll cost you a bit more. It's an mm-hmm. unlimited bar. And I don't know how long the whole thing yeah. is. About 45 minutes an hour? It's it's hard to about say. About 45 minutes, I think. You spent most of it curled up in a ball under the Look, chair. Uh, yeah. Turns out you don't like heights. And I spent turns a, out. Yeah. I don't think that was anything new. I, turn, and I spent a lot of the time trying to console you. I don't think there was any constellation going on there. I tried. Mm, Um, But anyways, you can get a bar car. I wouldn't recommend it, honestly, for the extra cost. Like, it's not that long of a trip around. Well, it's an unlimited, because you can't take your own drinks on. So if you want a beverage, you're going to have to go in the bar car. It's an open bar for the whole time you're up there. Mm -hmm. And I would suggest if you're going to do it, do it at night. It's just beautiful seeing the Vegas lights. Yeah. They do allow you to buy drinks at their bar before you get on your car, though. We both took drinks on that ride. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We had a slushy drink. That is correct. Exactly. But you can't bring in outside. Like, if you buy something from the Margaritaville in your big yard foot, right. yard long, you can't bring that on. All right. Fremont, we haven't, uh, we've sort of alluded to it a couple of times. Wouldn't really consider it an excursion. But Fremont is something you'll want to take in while you're there. Again, the deuce will take you there. Some people stay on Fremont. They do. There's basically four large anchor hotels there don't even make me try and name them the golden nugget the four queens some bin or just binions right. i think and the d oh you're right the d yeah oh good for you i thought there was another one i think it's cheaper to stay on fremont we've never looked into it it's quite affordable to stay on fremont so it skews a little uh older and younger so you'll get a lot of senior citizens staying at those big hotels and you'll get a lot of kids down on Fremont because that's where they have the zip line concerts. And concerts. They're always having concerts out there. It, it, down every street off of Fremont, there's outdoor stages with bands playing. And now remember, in the aftertime, mm-hmm. that could possibly not be an option. Well, I'm curious to see what Fremont looks like because it's packed. It is, yeah. All the time. It is. I don't think I've ever been down there when it wasn't. No, it's always jam-packed. Now, Dan had asked, would you or have you ever done the zip line? He's referring to the zip line, uh, Slotzilla, mm-hmm. they call it. That's on Fremont. Mm-hmm. So did you know this? There's two zip lines run by the same company. Depends on how you want to do it. You can uh, launch from seven stories up, fly in a seated position for two blocks. That's 29 bucks US. Or you can take the Zoom line, which starts you off 11 stories high, 
fly superhero style. That's lying down with your hands mm-hmm, in front of mm-hmm. you. Which is uh, how we see most people do it. I don't think I've ever seen anyone seated. No, it's rare. Yeah. I guess for the extra 20 bucks. Sure, why not? It's $49. You go five blocks yeah. instead. I'm not uh, going. Well, the answer is no, I've not done it. We wanted to do it. There was one time. I never did. Well, no, I wanted to do it. We were on Fremont one time and had just gotten shit canned by the casinos. Like we just, they took us and we were not having a good day, which typically Fremont's good to me Mm -hmm. and not to you. Mm -hmm. But this had been bad to both of us. We had not had a good day. And I think you just sort of were trying to cheer me up. You're like, well, you know what? Why don't you spend 50 bucks and go on the zip line? Like at least we'll leave here with some good experience, but it was lined up. So the zip line does allow you to make reservations. So if you're wanting to do the zip line, when you get to Fremont, go to the office, pick the time you want, and then go enjoy Fremont, then you can go back at the designated time. You don't have to line up. Mm-hmm. So there's another mm-hmm. uh, pro tip for you. Mm-hmm. There's also a zip line right by the high roller. They have a zip line there that you go through the link. Oh, that's right. Too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. I think that pretty much brings us to the last question that we got asked. And that was about, uh, can you watch Oilers Eskimo games while in Las Vegas? You can. Now, Carol and I disagree somewhat on this. Blondies, there's sports bars everywhere and sports books everywhere. But if you want a place where you can sit down, have a meal, drink, and smoke, that would be the Rock House at the Venetian. Now, the food is not as good as it used to be. They used to have really good food. They had a bigger menu. They used to have good drinks. And now it's like, eh. It's kind of gone downhill a little bit. It it seems like nobody's really running the place anymore. Yeah, but if you just want to have some beers and watch the game... Yeah, that's the place to go, for yep. sure. And yeah. they'll put any game on. So they have TVs literally everywhere. And even if there's something big going on, some college football game or NFL game, it doesn't matter. If you tell them the game you want, they'll find it. They'll find it on a TV. And oftentimes when we've gone in, they've said, where do you want to sit? And then we'll turn that TV on. Right. I mean, well, if you remember, you might not be able to get to watch the whole game. because <laughs> It takes forever for them to often no, find the but game. But weren't we watching a game one time and then they came in and said uh, they were having a party in there? That's what I mean. And they kicked us out and made us go to the other side? Yeah, where we yeah. got to watch the rest of the game though, right? Like they found it. The guy was nice about it. He yeah. was like, I forgot we booked this party. You guys got to go. And one side smoking, one side isn't. We were yeah, in the smoking I side. I mean, it's, it's like two... It's two places that are kind of operating in the same restaurant, but, yeah, but they run really. quite independently. They've of got each live other. music next door. Yeah, right? I think so. the one side never knows what the other side no. is doing, and that's yeah. And you have to tell them early enough for them to to find the game first of all, because mm-hmm. it takes a while to find Canadian football. But they found it, and then the waitress came over and she got brought us our drinks, and she looked up at the game, which was now underway, and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to get Ron back here to fix that." And I was like, "What's wrong with it?" She goes, "Well, the snow." I'm like, oh, that's actually snow. Also, remember, if they're going to find a hockey game, that it will be available on various networks you want, despite Drew Remenda, TSN. Tell them to look for the TSN feed and not the NBC feed because, or any American network feed because they don't understand hockey at all. All right, so here's where we're at, Carol. Mm-hmm. Don't know after editing, but we're at roughly an hour right now. Oh. But as you've told me many times, there's no reason why these podcasts... There's no rules. My only fear is that if people... People will get bored. Well, I don't want them to get bored for sure. But I also don't want them to get to the end of their trip before the podcast is over. So if they're Mm. listening to it in their car on the way to work, unless, you know, I I mean, I guess they can listen to half on the way there and half on the way back Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. whatever. And But I don't want to do an episode that doesn't have our regular segments in it because that's our thing and it'll be a week before we do another. Well, yeah. 
it's a tough call. Yeah. I would say just keep going. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll just breeze right through. They're them. not super long. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Nothing nope. So, so nope. let's just nope. let's go for it. All in. All, all in. in. We're all in. Come on, 22. Uh, so I've been hearing that Alberta doctors are not happy with our health minister, Tyler Shandro. Don't know if you are aware of this, but earlier this week, I'm getting a little political here, uh, pharmacists also very unhappy with uh, Tyler Shandro. And I know for those of us who are not doctors or pharmacists, it's hard to know what it is they're unhappy about and what it is. Uh, the health minister is doing about it. Uh, so I grabbed this quick clip. It's not it's not long, but it's the health minister doing an avail uh, during one of the COVID briefings. And it kind of explains uh, what they're mad about. With us today is the Minister of Health, Tyler Shandro. Well, thank you. And uh, good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> Hi, there. This is a question for Minister Shandro. Uh, minister, we learned last week that pharmacists had been sent PPE and then weeks went by and they were sent another shipment of PPE from the government. And that second shipment came with a bill. And when their association reached out to your department, they were told they may be billed in the future or they may not be. So can you state for the record, will pharmacists be billed for essential PPE? And why is your department being so unclear about the billing procedure? So... Uh, I, I would say this will make it very clear for these pharmacists uh, to to understand and the the association as well for the pharmacists um, uh, for this PP um, and uh, I, I commit that I will work with uh, Minister Madhu and, and the Provincial Operations Centre to be able to give them a very clear answer on this. Is it just me, or does it sound like they're saying PP and not yeah. PPE? That's I, I. Oh, that'll be the minister. Don't answer that. What does Kevin think? Motorcycles are much better than horses because uh, you don't have to trim their fucking feet. You don't have to haul them 400 miles to get their feet fucking trimmed. You uh, you put air in the tire and you put gas in the tank and fuck away we go. I married a girl that loves horses. It may may have been a big mistake. Might have been a blessing. I don't know. We'll 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 the big guy will figure that shit out in the end. I'm a firm believer that I'm just going to work till the fucking day I die to support this fucking horse farm. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's just kind of my take on uh, chicks and horses. Chicks and horses. If you marry a chick that loves horses, you're fucked. And that's what Kevin thinks. Yeah, my dad told me the same thing when I was a young boy. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that you're more into cats. Mm. Mm -hmm. Far easier to uh, feed and maintain. Right. Peter's driving. Mm. So we've been going out on our nightly drives. Yes. To judge and criticize your homes. <laughs> and one of them took us by Peter's drive-in early. I think the first day that Peter's drive-in opened. Mm -hmm. And as you heard on the news, it's lined up ridiculously down the street on a major thoroughfare for, for Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Well, it still is. And I know. We, now, they've tried to sort of solve the problem by kind of adding a lane in the parking lot and maybe dividing the cars into two, And but it's still lined up. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I, I, know I, it, I don't see the attraction, but... You, you know, know, it's just a burger and a milkshake, yeah, right? that's what I've heard. It's so idiotic that people are... And there's if we went right now, I bet you they're lined up. Probably. 
There's absolutely no reason for it. But uh, if you're listening Mm. and you are one of those people that have uh, that has lined up Mm -hmm. at Peter's Drive-In, we we like you. You're you're yeah. No offense. What I don't know why you're saying that. Oh, you don't want to (laughs) lose a listener because there could be people that are listening and you're calling people idiots, and they could be. You know what? I was in the Peter's drive-in lineup last night now i'm a fucking idiot well you know what so, maybe you that's know. where you and i differ a little bit i don't want fucking idiots are listening to if you're an idiot oh, wow wow go away wow. i have no you know what i don't mind to be honest with you like i told you last night i can't remember we were watching summer house or something i said i don't i don't mind idiots i, I mind people who are idiotic and there, and there is a difference when people are just knowingly stupid it it, it bugs me if you're legitimately stupid no problem but Who's lining up for two, sometimes what, three hours to get a fucking burger? What the? F- what is wrong with you? You're stupid. Well, it's probably not that bad anymore. It's probably I don't know. Maybe okay. it's an hour. I don't know. Forty five minutes. I don't know. Okay. Well, oddly, that brings us to you're a dick. I think that might be you this week. Eh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think I certainly gave Shelly a run for her money. Just want to uh, mention. That there is a difference between being locked down, uh, a phased reopening, and social distancing. Those are three separate concepts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I hear of people upset that they feel in some way their rights have been taken away because stores are asking them to stay six feet apart, you, you don't have a right to be less than six feet apart. You don't... You don't any mm-hmm, company, mm-hmm, any store mm-hmm. has its own policies mm-hmm. and they are what they are. Yeah. And if you don't like them, don't shop at that store. Right. But again, the fact that we're now allowed to sort of start reopening things mm-hmm. does not mean COVID's behind us. No. People are confused. People seem to think that it's back to normal and it that is not. is not true people. Right. So let's just be really careful out there and let's not create any kind of a second wave. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, but Shelly was. So uh, this is Shelly. Our uh, Dick of the Week, she was at a grocery store called uh, Gelson's Market in Dana Point, California. And uh, boy, oh boy, she was told she couldn't enter the store unless she was wearing a mask. She asked to speak to a manager, and here's how it went. Hi, I have a medical condition that I'm not allowed to wear a mask, and I'm not required by HIPAA rules and regulations to disclose that. Okay, can we shop for you? So, um, what does that look like? I have private things I want to get, but maybe I don't want you to see. But I can't let you in the store without a mask. Okay, so where's the regulations that state that? The regulations? Yeah. That, that is company Because you're discriminating against me now. Do you know that? I'm, I'm, I'm you're discriminating against that me. That we can help you. No, because okay. I have private inf- I have private stuff okay. that I don't want okay. you to see. Yeah, then you can call corporate office, but I can't help you. Okay, well, you guys are going to get a lawsuit. Because you can't, you can't discriminate. I'm trying to help you, but I'm no, not going to you. No, you can't. How, how is that... How's that helping when you're going to do shopping for me? I'm going to give you my bank information. How do I how do I do the transaction? Transactions will do for you. No, you're, I'm going to give you my credit card, my private credit card, for you to go and take and pay with my. We're trying to help you. How's that helping me? Miss corporate office, I'm sorry. Okay, I need a card. Do you have a card for them? I sure can. That'd be great. This is Shelley Lewis. I'm at um, Dana Point Gelson's. So if anybody who, um, if anybody wants to shop here, you have to have a mask. And here is the, the policies, which um, state that they will shop for me, take my, my money, my private credit card, 
and um, utilize that. I'm going to just let them go do that. So, um, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Hey, you're a woman. Yep. What private items is Shelly potentially trying to buy? I don't know. Tamp- at a specialty tampons? Probably tampons. Well, you keep you focus on the specialty market. It's just like it's like a Whole Foods. It's just a grocery store. Okay. Um. Yeah. She's just saying shit. But more importantly, I would mm. like to know what her medical condition is that prevents you from wearing a face mask. Oh, I can't think of one. I actually know what it is. <laughs> oh, what? I, yeah, I googled it. Oh, what? Uh, she's a dick. <laughs> And that brings us to This is Jeopardy! All right, Carol. You, you've been a little up and down on this. Yes. Yeah. I'm not and, doing well. Nope. But you know what? <laughs> I know you're smart and I know you're a big Jeopardy fan. Uh, hopefully you'll get a category that you like. Is there a category that you particularly like? Uh, there, Yeah, there is. Uh, uh, and what is it? Uh, you know, actually, I... Listen, I stumped you with that question. Uh, <laughs> All right, never mind. I know a little bit. I don't know a lot about anything, but I know a little bit about everything. So... Does that make sense? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, they know what I'm saying. All right, let's spin the wheel, see which category is. I don't know why we're spinning the wheel. Because we're making it our own. All right, looks as though it's going to be presidential. Nope. Actors and their roles. This actor won a 1952 Tony and a 1956 Oscar for playing the same ruler. You wrote that down right away. I feel as though you don't need all of the music. <laughs> you seem to have nailed it right away. I, only one name came to me, so if, if it's anybody else, I wouldn't have gotten it. It appears you have written down Yule Brenner. When I shall sit, you shall sit. When I shall kneel, you shall kneel. Etc. 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 Hundred percent correct, Carol. Woo-hoo! I guess that means you're even. I'm even. Excellent. Even even Steven. Okay, here's what we're going to do because this podcast was so long um, that we're not going to do the big blue folder in this podcast, okay. but I'm going to add the big blue folder to the bonus podcast that I'm going to do with Hunter. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah, and rather than wait till the weekend to drop it, perhaps what I'll do is drop them both back to back. So maybe oh, I won't. I don't not know. Sure. I feel like you got to leave them wanting more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll get the regular episode edited and up. And then within a couple of days, I'll drop the bonus episode sure. with Hunter. That'll be the big blue folder. And it's a good one. Uh, so that's it for us. We want to thank the listeners as always. Uh, and of course, uh, we want to thank those who contributed to this podcast. Elvis Presley saying, Viva Las Vegas. Meet Depress saying the song, You're a Dick. Our graphic artist is my daughter, Ashley. Uh, what's her website? Uh, AshleyShamaro.ca. There you go. Anderson Cooper was talking to Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman, and that was courtesy of CNN. Come on, 22. It was from the movie Lost in America. And as always, uh, if you want to support this podcast, we appreciate any donation to paypal.me slash gross misconduct. Gross is spelled 
G-R-O-S-E. All right. Uh, so what's left to be done? Nothing. I say. I guess say our goodbyes and our thank yous. Okay. Well, if you don't want to follow along with the rundown, I'll go <laughs> ahead and do it. Uh, we need to have uh, Jason Kenny and Dr. Dina Hinshaw play us out. Of course, you know what play us out means, mm-hmm. right? We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. I love that clip. I love do it. as well. And I've heard it so many times it's when just... when he goes, the funny thing is he goes, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Like, like the writing part is really difficult. Like basically, as angry as he is, it's kind of a passive aggressive, hey, Fuck you, writer. Like, all right. And what they had written was, Sting will play us out. Yeah, he's just so enraged. It yeah. just makes me... because he's just not yeah. familiar with the term, yeah. play us out, yeah. right? So it's like, all right, it. Okay, Jason Kenny and Dr. Dina Hinshaw will play us out. I did a volunteer stint, soup kitchen this morning. The poorest amongst us are being hurt by people who are hoarding. Grocery stores, surgical masks, sanitizers... So let me just say to those who are trying to exploit others, there must be a special place in hell, a special place in hell, a special place in hell for people like that. There must be a special place in hell, a special place in hell, a special place in hell for people like that. Update from Dr. Henshaw. Whatever the future This podcast was brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Visit our website at www.atbcomedy.com.